League of Endzone Dancers Podcast. What is up, fantasy nerds? Welcome to the week one previews of this amazing LED season. We are super excited to be previewing the week ones, break down the drafts, and we got a B League update. But Martin, you got some breaking news, so let's hit that off right off the bat. Top news. Yeah, breaking news in case you missed it today. Uh, Yahoo decided to finally allow us to apply fractional points to field goals. And so I went ahead and I switched that rule on. And so basically what that means is that uh, you will get, you know, those extra yards for, you know, your 33-yard field goal. You get 0.3 extra for that. Uh, you'll basically get every point. Um, every every yard that you deserve for your field goals. And so, like I said on Facebook, the only real drawback of this is that now field goals that are under 30 yards, you're not going to get that three-point minimum. You might get, you know, 1.5 or two points or whatever, you know, however long the field goal is. And it also opens up the opportunity to score more than the max of five points. So I like it. I think it's something that a lot of people have been asking for, at least the fantasy community has been asking for for a long time. And so... I think this is long overdue. And so in my opinion, not a super impactful change, but something that really uh, should have happened a long time ago. That's cool, man. I know Ant is super excited about this kicking rule because he loves kickers. <laughs> but talk to me about the draft, man. What do you think? I thought, you know, first I was, like I said, I didn't, I didn't want to go because I was a little bit worried about the pandemic, but obviously everybody's healthy, everybody's well. So that's the, that's the biggest thing for me. I was like, oh, maybe I didn't have to worry. We're all safe during the draft too. But what was your biggest highlights from the draft? Um, first of all, uh, shout out to Steven. I thought, uh, he did a great job hosting. Um, it was a big ass to take on yeah. the role of hosting, especially, you know, given the times. And so, uh, yeah, big kudos to Steven for being really cool about that. I thought he did a great job of kind of accommodating everybody and kind of keeping everybody safe as possible. <laughs> um, overall, I thought it was really fun. Um, like we kind of talked too. about off air, it really felt normal. Um, in spite you know, half of us not being there to me, it still felt very much like, um, drafts of past years. And so I thought everything went well, not a lot of hiccups, really no hiccups. Uh, John did a killer job being an auctioneer. Yeah. Um, you know, he really pushed prices up. <laughs> I felt like, but overall, uh, he kept the, kept the bidding action going and, uh, kept, kept everything organized. And so, yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, the boot off was really fun to watch. Um, Anthony put in, a ton of prep work apparently and uh it looks like it, it looked like it really paid off uh he was doing laps in steven's backyard just kind of getting his uh motors going and uh yeah it was really entertaining uh in spite of me losing that bet uh really bad spread by the way too but uh kudos to anthony for getting that done and uh just one last thing on on the draft itself um i thought the one takeaway was that running backs were really expensive like we kind of predicted as a league, we collectively spent over $169. Six teams spent over half their budget on running backs. Um, wide receivers conversed uh, comparatively a day. Uh, two, only two teams spent over $100. And so thought that was kind of notable. Uh, but beyond that, like I said, thought that was a great draft. Um, really, really fun. And, uh, you know, good job, Steven. Yeah, good job. And John, he, he did an amazing job, man. The fact that he actually just 
was on the ball. He pushed the bids up. He's like, look, it's going to eventually get there. He kept us entertained. <laughs> he kept his energy alive the whole way through to the draft. I swear, though, I had, a, I had a guy, I forget who it was, but I had a guy at like 13, and then he was like, 14, you want 14? I was like, I had 13, and he, like, he forced me to bid 14. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear that happened like a couple times uh, to me and then other people as well. Yeah, and Presley didn't really show up at all. I had my money on press, but he was not good at all. Oops, I had a drop here. I, I think what happened, honestly, was Anthony got in his head. I mean, he started putting out you know, videos of him practicing and shit. And so Presley felt the pressure, man. And then everybody bid on him or bet on him too. So, you know, the pressure was, you know, up to his eyeballs, you know, when he was starting to chug that, that boot. And so he did all right. I mean, in the very beginning, he, he was going really fast. And then I think he just went too fast and then started to spill over on, on himself. And then just that little hiccup ended up costing him the... Well, Ant was prepared, man. He's, I was like, why were you running? Well, you got to get thirsty. So congrats. <laughs> congrats to you, Ant. All right, we got, we got Thor sitting in the wings. And you got anything from the draft that you want to quickly say? No, you know, honestly, I, I think if we were to uh, do the boot off 10 times, Presley would beat me 9 out of 10. Uh, I just think I caught him in the right moment at the right time. He, he almost still had it. Um, I, I do wish we had a more competitive spread. I honestly didn't go into the day knowing I could do it that fast. My previous practices, I was struggling um, extensively. And uh, Zach was in my corner the night before. I did a lot of research, and I had a plan, and I barely got through. So, <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you guys were Fernando's on video. Fernando <laughs> is going through all his Avengers costumes and just wearing all of it. We've seen Thor. We've seen Iron Man now. But I know this is what you guys are all waiting for. Let's get in. What's up, guys? To the B-League update. <laughs> Go ahead, Martin. All right. So, you know, apparently the B-League brings ratings. So we got to bring a B-League guy on to make sure, you know, we, we keep our sponsors happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fernando, how's it going, man? Welcome to the good. show. Thank you for having me, guys. How you guys doing? Good, good, man. Good. Hey, so the draft just happened uh, last week in the B-League. You didn't do too bad, according to Yahoo Grades. Uh, you got a B. How do you feel like your draft went and... Do you agree with that grade or how would you, how would you grade yourself if you were evaluating your own team? I think, yeah, uh, for my team, I believe it, it's, it's, I think it was a B plus or a minus. Cause I got, I got the positions that I needed and a couple sleepers um, overall that I thought might be potential to break out. But um, I, I mean, I, so sometimes I, I, you know, some of the picks I, I kind of messed up cause I went to a glass of water and then I came back and I was like, oh shit, it's my turn already. And then I, I had to pick someone right away. It was like pressured, but overall, I think my team is pretty solid for being the six, six overall pick in the, in the draft. Um, I think I did better than other people who were above me or uh, had the third pick or the fourth pick. So I think my mm. teams are a little bit stronger because I see the people in the third pick. I'm like, how can you be a third pick and, uh, and have the worst draft? You know, that's, you should have every best position, you know? So. Right, right, right. Well, just having an early draft pick doesn't guarantee fantasy success. But Correct. Um, I do want to remind you that there is a queue <laughs> when you're drafting. And so if, you, if you're not sure, um, you know, who you want, you know, you just add guys to the queue. And if it so happens that you lose connection or you're not at your computer and the time goes up, 
it'll actually take the first guy in your queue. And so, yeah, that's what happened. I, I picked so three young. quarterbacks. I was like, what's the hell? I was like, you got Sam Darnold. I was like, let me yeah. Sam Darnold. I was like, fuck, yeah. but it's all good. It, it happens to the best of us. I, I will say yeah, I'm it, a little, I'm a little shocked. You got to be starting two tight ends. I mean, that's, that's not something you see often. And so I would think that Yahoo would kind of, you know, dock you points for that, but apparently, apparently they like it. What players did you draft that you like? Oh, uh, I like uh, Chichesky, the, the, the tight end from Miami. I have a feeling they're going to be pass heavy. Also, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan the, from Falcons. He's, I think he's going to blow up because I think they're going to be the throwing. Who's the Miami tight end? Chichesky? Uh, yeah, Chesky, some Chichesky, something like that. What's his name? Chesky, the white boy? What's the white boy name? <laughs> Mike is sicky. Sicky, yeah, sicky. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. No, I think. Nah, no, but I think he's in. He's gonna. He's gonna be a lot of red zone target. So I. I, he I, I got, and I got Waller. He recently listed his backup. Really? <laughs> That's just a depth chart, though. You know, you can't trust the depth chart. They, you know, they fuck it up, but it's not a good sign. Yeah, they no, play a lot I, of games I, with the depth charts these days. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, overall, I have. A, I, I think from my starting nine, I'm pretty solid from from top to bottom. Who are you running back? For sure. I got um I got Cook. He's got yeah he's got Dalvin got Cook Sin- and Devin Singletary. Singletary. Okay. And then uh, my receivers I got a uh, I got DK. I also got um I got the tight end Waller. And um, who's the other receiver I got? I got I mean Matt Ryan running back. Yeah I mean I have a pretty good I have a pretty good team overall. I mean, let me look at that bitch real quick. So Fernando um what's up bro? Yeah so. Grace actually got the best draft, and she actually won yeah. last year. You unfortunately lost to her in the finals. How are you feeling about her dominance in this league? Is this, you know, is this a fluke or is this for real? Is she getting lucky? What's your take on this? I mean, every year she does have a, she does have a strong draft. I always notice that um, she tries to, I think, go like uh, receiver heavy at the beginning. <laughs> of the draft. I always watch. I, I always watch her draft. Like she always tries to go receiver heavy, and then but her bench is always not as good. But if the guys on the starting lineup that she has, they're blowing up, then yeah, they can carry it. Because I think she doesn't really care about like maybe like one or two bye weeks as long as yeah. she makes the playoffs. She has a strong team, but she does well. She's pretty. She knows it. unless someone is drafting for her, then then <laughs> I got I got I got I, I don't think see. anyone's doing that. <laughs> well, so, bitch, I do more than well, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the best there is, the best there was. <sighs> nah, but she's good. She knows her stuff. She 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 picks pretty good players. Pretty All good. right, for sure, for okay. sure. Fernando, so man, you've been giving me a lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of shit for for uh, for something I'm not I'm not gonna say on air, but Ooh. I will say <laughs> I will say it, yeah I um I've moved you up a couple divisions over the last couple of years. You're, you got second place last year. It looks like your best chance of moving up to the A-League might be right now. You're in prime position to do so if you can punch the ticket this year. How are you feeling about it, man? High confidence or what's, what's going on in your head with this year? I mean, I think with the, the circumstance of what's happening, I think, I think I'm, due, I'm due for it because if not, I'll be a 10-year ten, a tenure in the B-League. So it's better. It's better to uh, to go on to go on top now, and then uh, just hand hand the hand the uh, hand my throne to someone else, you know. But I'm yeah. the, I'm the I'm the OG there, so I mean they have to pay their respects, you know. 
for sure, Don't. for sure. But if you were if you were to win this, let's say theoretically this year, you're coming up for sure, or what's the what's the call? If I'm alive, yes, I'm coming up. If you're alive, what's that? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> just in case, you know. If, if I get, you if got I'm COVID, gonna, man, or what? No, nah, I'm just saying. If I'm alive, I'll, I'll for sure I'll move up, dude. All right, for sure. For I'll, sure. I'll come All up. Right. Yeah, I mean, I want, I want to go to Steve's house. I want to be in that background. There you go. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, Fernando. Uh, I see that you're kind of busy there in your game room with your, you know, Marvel helmets and shit like that. So uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Good all right, guys. Th- th- thanks for having me, guys. And uh, be League for Life. For sure, man. See you, Fernando. All right. Have a good one, man. All right, Anthony. Later. All right. Thanks for that. And now the B leagues are probably going to stay on. Hopefully they still keep listening. Now <laughs> we've got the week one previews. This week's previews. All right. Let's start it off with, as we go, you guys can talk about power rankings and things like that as we talk about each team, but let's start off with, I think the matchup of the week, we got two power teams really on top of the power rankings. We've got Mike and, and Martin and went with, you know, we thought we there'd be a lot of running backs being taken. He's got three really good ones. Can his three running back crew take down Mike? Yeah, first of all, um, to anybody that was wondering why we didn't allow running backs in the flex, uh, I think you know now why we did that. And uh, everybody kind of found out with the very first pick of the draft. And so I'll just put that, I just want to put that out there, uh, first of all. But uh, yeah, I think... Uh, First, the one thing that stands out for me um, is that Mike is getting disrespected in the pick'em on this, uh, yeah, despite right having now. a really, really respectable projected score. He's getting zero picks to seven against Anthony. Anthony's kind of hacking his projection with uh, with Winfield a little bit. That's a little glitchy projection there, but I think Anthony probably gets it done here. Yeah, I got Ant on here too. Ant, man, well, what what do you think about Lamar and Derrick Henry carrying Mike to another playoff run? You know, I actually don't think his team's going to be carried by Lamar and Henry. I, I think it's going to be carried by A.J. Brown and Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, I just think Lamar can't, Lamar can't uh, continue what he did last year. It was a historic rate. I think the league will figure him out a little bit. I think he'll be good, but I think he'll have games that may not be as good as last year. And I think Henry, I just think the injury bug might uh, hit him for so much workload he's getting. But I love his rookie picks, A.J. Brown, Jonathan Taylor, the two best guys I thought to draft. And I'm assuming you picked yourself in this? Did you do the pick Yeah, yeah, I got to pick myself. Now I am debating uh, benching the kicker. You know, I was thinking about this. If every player I play, I bench the kicker. And if I beat that player, then I get their vote for taking out uh, kickers for next season. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Martin. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go for it, man. I'm glad Fernando's still so sticking collect, around. So yeah. B leaguers, you should stick around votes. too. What's that? If I collect seven, seven if I collect seven votes, then we can eliminate kickers next year if I people like are willing to What's wrong with their vote. No, I just it needs to go away, just like team defense. Yeah, well team defense definitely. But kickers, I don't mind as much. Random too. It's a crapshoot. It's just kind of weak. All right. Well, let's... I do like the new rule with the fractional points, though. I, I will give them that. 
Well, it's good to know. Good to know you like that, at least. <laughs> Let me. Oh, I had a thing. Shoot. I don't drop. know where my drop is. <laughs> that one. Uh, don't know what it is. Maybe it's this one. Let's see. Nope. <laughs> okay. Was it this? Nope. All right. <laughs> we'll move on. All right, guys. Another one, and I'm pretty surprised by this, that's winning 7-0 right now, is me, Steve, versus Ken. And Ken was pretty quiet, like usual in the draft. But what do you think about, what do you think his, is his biggest hole in his lineup? Well, I think Ken, I think last two years has gone, kind of gone with a more conservative strategy. I really don't think it's, it's helping him. Um, I actually like your team a lot uh, in this matchup. But uh, looking at his team, he's starting Duke Johnson. I think Aaron Jones is going to get uh, his red zone looks taken away. And I think his team's kind of mediocre. I think definitely your team has firepower. I mean, barring an injury, but if everyone stays healthy, your team's got lots of um, panache to it. Panache. Panache. I like it. Well, people are agreeing with you. Martin, can now I be upgraded from just podcast host to actual Fantasy FM? I mean, Fantasy GM? <laughs> FM. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, looks like a lot of people agree. Um, this one's also a lopsided getting lopsided action in the pick em. Looks like seven people agree that you're going to take this one. I think you got to take Steve here. Uh, like Anthony said, not a lot of, not a lot to be scared of on the other side of, of this matchup on Ken's team. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, this one may go, uh, may go the way that everyone's picking. And maybe your reign is over now. Steve, you don't have Watson and Hopkins together again. Yeah, what's up, Ant? What do you think about your team? I mean, I, 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 I like what you got going on here. The Nick Bosa keeper. Um, there's a lot going on. I like it, man. I think, you know, I w came in being like, I'm not going to be afraid of spending money. And I wasn't. It's like I'd rather overpay for some of the top guys rather than, you know, my past couple of years have been overpaying for a lot of the mid-tier guys who I'm, you know, I just have my fingers crossed. I'm like, oh, I hope they have a good big game. But I think, you know, with uh, Edwards Hilaire should carry me through. I'm super excited about watching the game tomorrow. And then Kamara should be good. And I know they're close to signing a deal. A little bit worried about that. But yeah, man, I think these are guys that I want to be watching. You know, a lot of, last year I had guys where I was like, uh, I don't really want to watch their games. But these, this year I've got guys that really want to watch their games. So I'm excited about that. And that was the real goal of this. Just draft players that you actually want. I like that. I like that. Cool. I, found, I think I found this. <laughs> there it is. All right, another thing, so another surprising thing. I didn't pick these because I saw the 7-0. and oh, But we've got Steven versus Ed. I thought it was a really good matchup again. Drake and Hopkins are the same team. I don't really like having the same, you know, like the running back and uh, the wide receiver on the same team. I feel like it sort of eats into each other. What do, what do you think, Martin, about having the same like star running back and wide receiver on the same team? I, I think, honestly... You know, when you're watching it, it it kind of sucks because you you know you can't have them score simultaneously. But at the end of the season, I mean, if they're both solid, then it doesn't really matter, right? If they both produce, then you know it doesn't matter if they're on the same team or not, right? Because in the aggregate, at the end, 
as long as they're productive, then it'll be fine. In this case, Hopkins and Drake are both very startable guys. I don't think you can really, you have anything really to be super concerned about here. Yeah. And Edmund's got JK Dobbins too, as his RB2. Right. So yeah, I think he's, he's super weak at RB2. Uh, like a lot of people are um, this, that Dobbins pick, I thought, you know, he was a super sexy pick, you know, when back when we were drafting, but his stock has fallen quite a bit since that time. A lot of running back stock has fallen. Honestly, there's been a lot of movement and a lot of news that has really shifted the rankings around. And really to, to my surprise too, I, you know, without preseason and without, you know, really the opportunity for guys to get hurt and things like that. I really didn't think that there would be this much movement in the rankings. And so that kind of just took me by surprise, but uh, yeah, Dobbins has fallen quite a bit. Um, and so I'm not sure how, how much value he's going to have out the gate right now. And- yeah, not, not just Dobbins, but DeAndre Swift. Uh, they, Detroit signed Adrian Peterson. So now you have a three-headed mess. Carry on Johnson, right. AP, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Swift and Dobbins were two of my guys who I thought were probably could be the most valuable keepers. I think they are both were drafted to be the guy in the future of both those teams. And it, it, it looks pretty good for the following years, but right out the gates, both those guys, um, it's tough to start, but uh, maybe he could weather the storm early on and let those guys emerge uh, later in the season. Now, Steven's got a pretty good squad. He's got Adams, Devontae Adams, McLaren. You guys trust James Conner and Josh Jacobs as running backs? I mean, they're just listed as RB5 and RB13. What do you think, yeah, I, I think Jacob's going to get the workload for sure. Um, I think Connor, I don't know, he kind of strikes me as an injury-prone guy. Um, but if he stays healthy, I think both these guys will be just fine. Um, I do. Th- he did draft uh, Kareem Hunt, which is a great upside play. Um, he's also has standalone value as well as becoming a top-five running back if Chubb goes down. So I, I, I think this, this team is very well-balanced. Um, he's got uh, two good receivers. I think he could be easily top 10. And I like his tight end pick, uh, Blake Jarwin, and he uh, stacked it with Michael Gallup. Dallas could have um, a very good offensive attack. I, I think they were top top in yards last season, and I think it'll continue this year, also adding C.D. Lamb to make him more dynamic. Yeah, and so going, going back to that, that topic of having players on the same team, I would have rather not have – you know, two pass catchers on the same team. You know, to me, if you got the running back, you got the tight um, and, a, and a wide receiver, you know, not, not ideal, but I'd rather have that than have the tight end and wide receiver. Yeah. But, agreed. but again, like I said, it, it really won't matter as long as both guys are productive. It just kind of sucks when you're watching the game and, you know, as the action's kind of rolling along, then, you know, you just kind of lose well, your, your I, opportunity. I, I would there. actually disagree. I would disagree uh, with that partly. Um, like, for instance, Mike's team, he had Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. I don't see – it's a low-scoring offense. I don't see both those guys really getting theirs on, uh, on consecutive games. Um, however, I don't mind, um, like, this Jarwin Gallup stack because, for one, both those guys aren't really uh, very high-capital high, uh, high draft picks. And if you're kind of kind of throwing flyers or for upside guys, you can find games where Dallas is going to in, in a big shootout matchup and you probably hit a piece of it at worst um, having those upside plays. Um, but I would, I would target, you know, you know, the chiefs, they would have the number one 
quarterback, the number one tight end, the number one running back, and the number one wide receiver. They easy. That's definitely a possible outcome. So, I mean, certain teams just just are going to score a lot. But I I just don't like the running back wide receiver dynamic. I would choose more on a, uh, a like a tight end wide receiver, both both right. in upside guy. The reason I say that is because one guy doesn't you know doesn't negatively impact the other when you know when they take the ball right i mean if the, if they're running the ball they're going to run the ball but if they're passing the ball they can only throw to one guy right and so one guy taking tar- one target is just one less target for the other guy right and so they're eating into each other's production but if you have a running back you're not really eating into each other's production if, if that makes sense but yeah well let's move no, on I hear you. I hear you. What, what do you guys think you guys i, I kind of like kareem hunt like he's getting a lot of buzz right as somebody who can who has standalone value Steven's got Gallup in the flex play. Do you like Gallup or Kareem Hunt? Martin? Uh, I like Kareem Hunt. Well, actually, no, I'll take that back. I'll take I'll go Gallup. Yeah. And? Um, you know, the Rams defense, I don't know. I, and, and, you know, I think, I think I'd probably edge Gallup a little bit. But I wouldn't be mad if you started Hunt. Um, they are in Baltimore. So I don't know if they're really going to have a lot of scoring in Baltimore. But... Um, I mean, look at the projections. You got Gallup in there for week one, but I, I don't think most of the weeks you, you, you might be starting Hunt because I, I actually think he's going to be a really valuable player this year. Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. All right, now we're done with the seven and O's. We've got some tight matchups here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, wait. you got some trivia. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we're gonna bury this one in there to make people uh, to make people listen. Uh, so yeah, we got a trivia question. We're bringing that back. Um, this one, I'm going to stick with, uh, with the theme of the day, which seems to be our love for kickers. And so way back in 2017, this, uh, there was a record set for the most points ever set by a kicker in our league history, at least, uh, and that was 27 points by Steven in week four. What kicker was that? So I'll post to, um, I'll make a post on the website for the podcast. Uh, there'll be a form on there. Just go ahead and plug that answer in. And Wouldn't Stephen know? Waiver. What's up? Wouldn't Stephen know right off the bat? I doubt it. It was right. three years well, ago. Go back into 2017. We can go all the way back. 2017, Stephen, week four. Week four. All right. Great. So what, what do we win? Uh, five waiver. Five waiver. Need all that waiver money for me. Okay. Next matchup we got, it's a tight one right now. Right now, we all had Steven on that one. Roger versus Martin. Martin, you got a slight edge, four against three. Martin, Roger's starting AJ Green and Todd Gurley. Do you think these two will actually hold up through the rest of the season? Um, who knows? You know? <laughs> uh, AJ Green is coming off you know, multiple years of really bad injuries. And so really, it's anyone's guess how how he holds up this season. Although all the signs look like he's, he'll at least be a full go week one. Um, and so I have him in another league. I actually think there's, there is potential for him to return to at least like, you know, a mirror image of himself, like just a, a you know, a little bit less mirror image of himself, but I think there's a potential for him to return to that. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super confident in this matchup. Uh, I got myself, but you know, as always it's, always more of a prayer than, than it is any confidence and martin's got some solid wide receivers godwin keenan allen ty hilton but what do you think about his running backs fournette bell and cohen 
You know, I actually think he lucked out in his Fournette situation. You know, one of the out- possible outcomes for him was that he was going to get cut. However, when you draft a guy, you're also drafting. He he does have high pedigree. He hasn't played bad in the NFL. Um, and so going, getting out of Jacksonville, going to Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Bucks or Tampa Bay, um, I, I think the situation is great. I mean, I think that offense is going to be really good. I think they're going to use them. And uh, I think it was the best, best case scenario. Um, so I, I, I think, I think. Do you think, well, he's got T.Y. Hilton in the flex now. You think you should bump him Fournette into the flex? No, no. There, there's too many unknowns. I think you play it safe. Um, plus, Indianapolis is playing Jacksonville, and they're purposely trying to tank. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, their defense is just fucking terrible. And I think that's why I like their, I like their offense. They should get a lot of garbage time. Um, yeah, just kind of like the Bengals. So, yeah, yeah. so I think, uh, yeah, that, I, I think Minshew should have a good year. And, and I think you play it safe with T.Y. with the veteran. I mean, as long as he's not hurt, T.Y. should get you um, what's necessary. No, I was thinking um, the same I, thing. And, and, Go ahead, Steve. Fournette's still a risk. One, we we really don't know anything yet. Um, but I think long term is good. Well, I think of the same thing. Like Jacksonville is trying to tank. The Colts are probably going to be up. They might be running the ball more. And so I was like, all right, well, maybe you take the risk that maybe Ty might not get as much action if they're going to be running the ball more and just kind of have a big lead. So Minshew's a great start, but maybe Fournette will be a better play than Ty. So that's my thought process there. Yeah, I th- I'm hoping Minshew will turn into you know, Jameis Winston in 2019, right? Where he's just like week after week facing huge negative game strips and, you know, they're down 40 to nothing and all they're doing is just flinging the ball around, you know? Yep. So that's like my, that that's my hope. I was eyeing him too. <laughs> all right. Anything else guys? So I actually picked Roger on this, Martin. Sorry, but no what you got in this one? <laughs> you know what? I, I ended up going Martin and here's why. I don't think Joe Burrow is the best start for week one. I think he could still be a top 10 quarterback in the league as a rookie. However, the Chargers do have a really good defense. And, you know, rookie quarterbacks with no preseason, I just, you know, and then he tie A.J. Green with that stack. I think there's a lot of risk there. And also, Saquon Barkley is playing Pittsburgh, who has a, has a pretty good defense. I don't know if he's going to tear it up. I think Gurley might be all right. Um, I'm not in love with Singletary either. He doesn't get high-value touches. So I doubt he gets the goal line. And I doubt he gets passing work. So um, I actually picked Martin, uh, but I think it's close to a coin flip. You know, I'm going to change my pick. I like, I like, all that <laughs> and I think Minshew's going to have a big game. He might be the number one quarterback in week one. I'm yeah. I appreciate, right I appreciate the votes of confidence. Yes. I like it. Go to you. run too. No. Yeah, he does. He does. Fernando's back. Fernando, who you got? Martin or Roger? Uh, Martin. Yes, I like Thanks, it. Thanks, bro. Good job. Because yeah. he let me back in the call. You took Steve's too long. Host, not me. I thought that would be the easiest thing. I gave you a little toss-up. You, took, you had to actually think about it. You just should say Martin. That's it. Done. All right, let's go into the next matchup. <coughs> we got Armand and Jeff right now. I didn't write too many notes because I thought these were the boring the last three on this one. But, Mario, I'll, I'll just toss it up to you. What do you got on this matchup? I got uh, – hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me double check. Here, I'll give I you got, some time. I got, so, I got Armand. 
Armand's winning five to two. I picked Armand as well. But so my my thing on Jeff's team, and you know, no offense to Jeff, but I feel like you and Jeff had very similar drafts where you guys went, you know, you guys went stars and, and no and nobody. Mm-hmm. Basically, <laughs> not stars and scrubs. Um, stars and nobodies. Um, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You guys went. You guys went that route, which you know you see, you see a lot of people do, or not a lot of people. You see a few people do every single year, um, and so you got Steve and Jeff does this quite a bit. But when you kind of stack up both of your guys' teams, I like your team quite a bit more, and I feel like Jeff may be hurting here if even one or two of these guys don't pan out, which already it's not looking good with David Montgomery. And so I, I, I've tried this strategy in past years before, and it has blown up on me. And so I. I I'm worried about Jeff's team. I think he's a couple or like one injury away from just, you know, tanking. Martin, who, who are his stars though? <laughs> no offense, Jeff. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, he's got Mixon. He's uh, decent. Gordon, Melvin yeah, Gordon. Mixon, I don't know. You know? Yeah. But, and I think this, this happened with a lot of people, right? Where when they went and spent just an absurd amount of money on running backs, like Jeff did with Mixon. And I think Sonny spent some absurd amount on Carson too. I, I think it just really sets you behind the eight ball the rest of the way. And so you kind of just like are left with no choice, but to do the strategy. But I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm a little worried about Jeff's team. I think he's, he's, uh, he's got a lot of work to do to, to shore up his, his bench. And who you got in this matchup? You know, I, I picked Armand, but looking at it more, I, I kind of view it more of a coin flip on this one. I, I think Armand's team has downside as well this week. You know, uh, I, I love Michael Pittman. Um, I'm just not sure starting rookies on the, on the, on the first week. Gusecki um, got listed on the second, as the second on the depth chart. Um, it's concerning. They, are, they may be running the ball, and they like the guy who blocks better. Um, and Marquise Brown is a, is a high upside, a high-risk player, so he can put up duds as well. Um, so I, I did pick Armand, but I could see Jeff winning this, this matchup. I, I think Jeff kind of had a little bit of struggle on the draft. Things didn't go exactly the way he intended, and Montgomery kind of gave him a scare. I'm not too excited about Montgomery. I'm not really too excited about Gordon. I think Mixon can be pretty good. I think he could have a, one of the steals of the draft with Odell Beckham. Um, I felt like he got him for a good price. He also paid a decent price for Mike Evans, and both those guys should be top five wide receivers. Throw in Russell Wilson, um, who's always could be the number one quarterback. Um, and, I, and I think he's doing a good job kind of managing it. Um, and he's got Anto- uh, Antonio Gibson for Washington, super high, um, super high, uh, hyped up player. I'm not sure what kind of workload he's going to get, um, but apparently they're raving about him and they cut AP. Um, so maybe he could be some kind of gimmick player. So we'll see about that. I don't love Armand's flex. He's got Michael Pittman Jr. Who I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll get some. He'll get some touches. But again, and then look at his bench. There's nobody really that he can put into that flex position that I feel confident in starting. So I think he's got a big hole in the flex position. All right. Anything else, Fernando? What do you think? Who you got? Uh, on paper, Armand um, looks good, but I think I think Jeff might take him. But I think he should take uh, Pittman out and put. Uh, the the receiver from uh from the Raiders, because I know that yeah Rugs I'd rather put him in that position since he's he's gonna be the number one right now, since uh they got an injury of the other of the other receiver so I know they're gonna be passing to Waller and him all day so I hey, think the, he should 
If the B-League vet says it, you got to take that to the bank. All right. Do that. I would say uh, Brian Edwards, the other rookie for the Raiders, I think he's going to be a high, higher targeted um, rookie. They're both rookies, two starting rookie players. I think they're both would be pretty good. I mean, Henry Ruggs was the first one uh, wide receiver drafted. Um, however, Brian Edwards is a special talent, and I heard they've been raving about him. Um, the other thing is, though, they both – I don't like rookie starts week one. However, uh, Indy is playing Jacksonville. And so matchup-wise, um, you might give it, but uh, Ruggs, I think, would be just as big of a risk. All right. Let's move on to the next one. All right. We got you, Dad, Doug versus Zach. Right now, I've got – let me look at my pick real quick. I thought I had this. I've got Zach, but Zach is winning 4-3 on the league, league pick'em. Warren, what you got? I got Zach here. Um, no particular reason why. <laughs> I just uh, I just tend to kind of make picks sometimes based on just, you know, who I feel like has won more and who's had more success. And this is kind of one of those picks. Uh, I know Doug is leading a lot in the projections, but uh, I just kind of went with Zach here. So I feel like he, he usually wins more. Yeah, that's sort of <laughs> that's my thought process too, actually. <laughs> and you got a more, you know, more sophisticated <laughs> way of looking about this. So change my mind. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think Doug may have one of the dark horse teams. Um, I know he didn't get a lot of um, praise for his draft because he's shown some running back weaknesses. However, I I do think he's uh, he he's addressed it somewhat. And I think Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey home opener against Houston is a very hard combo to touch. I mean, uh, Zach does have Kyler Murray, uh, who's playing the Niners. So, um, and he's got Zeke running too. Um, but I don't like his Deshaun Jackson start. Um, he could be okay though. And uh, I kind of gave the edge to Doug this week. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup. I think it's pretty much pick them. Like, I, I like the Mahomes, Kelsey, but then James White, you know, who knows? He yeah, that's with Cam and then Zach Moss as his RB2. So, uh, that's the glaring one, right? Yeah. yeah, his RBs is what's really, really kind of stands out. And I don't, I don't know how, how Doug's going to manage that going forward. I'm kind of shocked to see that he's projected for 140 with those two RBs, but um, I'm not sure what his plan is to, to do that. I mean, maybe one of his guys on his bench can, can pop. I don't, I don't really see. Anybody that might pop, I mean, maybe Damian Harris, like down the road late in the season, but Keyshawn Vaughn's not off to a great start in camp and he's not looking like he's going to, you know, come to fruition. So, uh, yeah, Doug's going to have to rely heavily on his other positions to, to have some success this year. I mean, he's got three top 20 wide receivers and the best quarterback in the league, you know, arguably with Kelsey as well. So hopefully he's getting, those guys can cover up the, the holes in the running back position. All right, let's get into the last matchup, which I thought would be the lock of the week, guys. I thought it'd be 7-0, but it's actually 5-2. Super high Sonny is leading Presley 5-2 right now. I've got Sonny. Ant, you want to lead this off? I, I, I've got Sonny as well. Uh, Sonny's got Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones um, running from WR, which I don't think anybody has a better combo. If they do, he's up there. Um, Tom Brady, he's weak at RB2. Starting with Tavis Murray isn't, isn't like what you want to do, um, but I do think it's somewhat serviceable. Mark Andrews could be a big player. Darius Slayton, I don't know. I kind of like uh, 
couple other guys on that. Um, it is interesting. Um, I believe he kept two quarterbacks, or what was it? Yeah, he kept Brady and Daniel, Daniel Jones. I think yeah. that's never been done before, so I think give him some creativity. <laughs> uh, I think he gets uh, creativity the right word. I don't know. For Presley, though, I, I, I think don't. he's got a lot of problems, too. Um, everything kind of went wrong for him. Cam Akers, he paid a boatload for him. Um, right. And it doesn't look like he's going to get early work. And he has, he's being forced to start Tony Coleman, um, which isn't what you want to do. Um, I don't think Gronkowski, he totally overpaid for Gronkowski. Um, he don't. still could be top five right in, but his workload, I think, is going to be limited. Um, I like his Zach Pesch. Prescott and Kenny Galladay uh, keepers, um, but I think his team has a lot of holes and he could be dwindling fast. Yeah, so Cam Akers, if I recall correctly, he was the most overpaid player in the draft. And and yeah, that I mean, a, a few weeks ago, it wasn't looking like t- a terrible pick. Like He was still looking like he would probably lead the lead the Rams and carries, but right now it's looking like a three-headed monster over there in the Rams, Don't. and so that could be a, a huge waste of money if that doesn't pan out, and yeah, like Anthony said, there's there's a lot of, a lot of holes here, and really, Presley, I mean, just looking at his team and his draft picks, I mean, he drafted Gronk, AP, I mean, he drafted basically a lot of brand names of the past, you know what I mean? <laughs> what is this, 20? Yeah, Greg, Greg Olson, sorry, I forgot about that. 2010? <laughs> 2010 right now i'll start to read these these are brand names of yeah five years ago right like these are guys who were elite (laughs) like a long time ago so to me to me that shows a real lack of of prep work i mean you didn't do you didn't put in the time to really research the names of today you suck that boot off off yeah you're working off your memory of a few years ago and so at least that's my take on it and so i was i was pretty disappointed to see how 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 Presley did this year in the draft. I'm surprised he didn't draft Gore. <laughs> or Fitz. That's, a, that's, a, that's his favorite player. You know, this is just all the makings of Fernando being in the A-League next year. This looks like Presley is going to be Danny 2.0. Here it is. Don't! All right. Cool. Any party words before we say yes. goodbye? Yes, yes, yes. So... Uh, I just want to remind everybody, we are still taking players. There's still time to sign up for LED Survival. We're at about oh, yeah. 40 people right now. Uh, we usually get about 50 people. First place is usually over $1,000. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's about, uh, it requires about as little work as you would could require with any football pool, uh, and it will pay probably more than any of your pools. So join up. It's a lot of fun. And we also have, for any serious um, bettors or people who – are familiar with betting or who like spreads. Uh, we also have an ATS contest where you pick five, make five picks, your best five picks of the week with one best bet that's worth two points. And the object of the game is basically to have the most points at the end of the season. Uh, it emulates the Las Vegas Super Contest, which is basically like the World Series of Poker for uh, pro bettors. So join up if you're interested in any of those. Uh, just hit me up and I'll give you the link. Who do you guys have? Who'd you guys pick for survival? I didn't even pick that yet. I got the Colts, but Colts? I'm not. I'm not final. I'll probably I don't like stick picking with them, but. road teams, but maybe I should. But that's probably the best bet right now. Well, is, is any game really home this year? I mean, that's true. Oh, they are going to have Some might have teams, right? 
No, I mean, there, yeah, no, there's, there's definitely some teams that are having fans. Uh, it's kind of up to the team to create their own policies, but yeah, I mean, it's still, even though without, you know, full stadiums, I mean, you're still going to have a home field advantage. It may not be, you know, as great of an advantage as it was in previous years, but there'll still be some, some advantage. But that I, is a good point though. How do I change my pick? So, I, you know, I, before we go, I'd like to say, um, you know, I was so focused on trying to prepare for that boot off that I kind of overlooked um, kind of preparing my speech a little bit. And one big thing I forgot to do is to thank Martin uh, for putting on this LED. He puts in a lot of work uh, preparing the primer, the constitution, uh, constantly trying to evolve the league and thinking about mega and I appreciate it, and I believe everybody else. He also puts on the B-League. So, Martin, for me and everybody else, I just want to thank you uh, for have, making all of us have a good time playing this league. And So I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank, thank, thank you, Martin. Thank you, Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand up, Martin. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you guys are good. No, nah, I appreciate it, man. I do put in a lot of work and, uh, you know, not ever seeking praise or anything like that. But, you know, the only thing that makes it all worth it is just, you know, having a, a good season. Uh, not not necessarily record wise, but just having a fun season <laughs> because, you know, that record's not going to not going to be good most of the time. So, yeah, as long as everybody's enjoying it, man, it's all it's all worth it for me. But thank you. Appreciate those words. Man. Well, thank you guys right for you. joining. Oh, thank, thank you, you Fernando, for staying on. I love that you were here the whole time. Hopefully you'll be this oh, our weekly B-League correspondent as well, and then we'll see you in the A-League next year. And then for Grace, for Fernando, for Martin, for Anthony, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully we'll be here again. All right, thank you. Thank you. Say bye.